Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 47. I'm Graham, I'm here with Cody, Luke, and Richie, and we got Mark back on, and we're going to uh, continue our, our Roush Creek saga, I think. I definitely want to get Mark's take on the whole trip. I think it was awesome uh, to have him out there and just, just see how awesome those weird uh, knife tires could grab on those grippy Pennsylvania rocks. Uh, and I guess just hit on a couple things we may have missed out on in the previous episode. I know we talked a bunch of a bunch about the trip down and the trip back. It was like majority of the podcast. It was not so much wheeling and more about the misadventures of getting there, which was fun. But I also want to talk about you know the, the off-road side that, of an like, off-road podcast. The off-roading <laughs> portion is important. Yeah, we talked about it. No, stop. That section was of like, Route 80 in Pennsylvania sucks. It's like the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle of tires. <laughs> I had to stop twice. Oh, Jesus. Why? Because, like, it goes from asphalt to this weird cut cement, and it looks perfectly flat. But literally, I'm driving, and s- smooth as can be, and all of a sudden, it, I feel this, like, jarring, like, bouncing in the truck. I'm like, what the hell? I thought I blew a tire. I'm like looking in the mirrors. I'm like, did I blow a tire? Pull over, check the tires. Nothing. Like, okay, well, maybe I just caught a bad bounce or something. Whatever. Chalk it up to first time towing. Keep going. And then it just keeps it keeps getting worse. I'm like, this isn't death wobble. Like, what the hell is this? I stopped again. Checked for bubbles, slipped belts, anything. Nothing. And, and as I like kept driving i just see shredded tires like every couple hundred feet no lie <laughs> yeah and then I, I hit asphalt again smooth sailing for the rest of the way in no those concrete slabs suck and it's yeah. like they must be just out out of balance enough that the you know it gets in a rhythm and then your your trailer yep. and your truck just start going and it's it, that's exactly yeah. what happens when we were coming back with my Appalachian for the first time. We thought we had a broken trailer, and then we hit the flat <laughs> asphalt because we cut or we came back up the opposite way, like you're going home mm-hmm. past that area on a I eighty. It, it's terrible. It's, and I think that's what took uh, took Miguel down, right? Is that one section of highway? I yeah. Think so. Yeah. So it, it, it's actually eighty one, but. Is but, it anyone? I can't see anyone. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it's all the same. Same. Uh, yes. Yeah, one one number off. Close so enough. I gotta ask. More important than the trip down and back, because I'm sure we'll be able to bounce back to that. What was your first impression like pulling into the parking lot? Well, I was like, okay, where is everybody? And I found <laughs> found you guys pretty quick, but uh, I was just I was excited to go. And Colin put the put the kibosh on that real quick. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to throw him off. I don't want to throw him under the bus. But Colin's just like we're rebuilding. I felt so Colin's bad because little... you you were like ripping. You were ready to go, and I was ready to to like just get on the move too. But I also like uh, I I understood Colin's situation. Uh, he should have worked on that coilover before we got there, but. Uh, that's what Curtis is for. No lie, my truck it. wasn't even in park by the time I was unstrapping the Jeep. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I I think that was definitely one of the... I think if we had been able to organize ourselves better that first day and then in following days, we were always a little slow to get out, but that's just... 
I think that's just the nature of. That's the uh, nature of us as a group. Unfortunately, I would have so. got stung by bees either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you might have. Eventually, Later I probably would have found them. But. Yeah. If you set your had set your tent up in the same spot, then you would have still gotten stung. So yeah. Well, at least <laughs> they finally they finally stopped itching after about a week. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, they got me good. Oh, by the way, thanks for the uh, the lovely alarm clock Sunday morning of beep beep. Oh, <laughs> I felt so bad that I forgot all about that. I should have cut the wire to that damn thing. <laughs> I was just concerned. Be- I I was sitting in my hammock, and I I woke up to that, or I I was sort of like partially awake, so you didn't like wake me out of a deep sleep. But I heard that, and then I heard the tire slip, and I was like. Oh no! <laughs> if he's getting stuck, and he's stuck in reverse, that's gonna be a nightmare, and he's gonna need somebody to help him. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I, I dropped a the couple of shits. I am, but you did it. You got it out I, of there. And I'm impressed too because the spot that you were stuck in, you had to navigate between JB's Jeep and uh, Graham's Jeep too. Yeah, we didn't. So make not it only, easy. not only were you slipping and sliding and waking everybody up, but you actually had like it's kind of like a. I mean, to a, to a like a normal like to a driver who drives a trailer all the time, it's not that bad. But to somebody who's pretty novice, like that's kind of a tough little like chicane to get out of. So I was impressed. Oh, I had to stop a couple of times to make sure I wasn't going to hit anybody, and I almost hit Graham's sheep. I had to stop. Like, oh it crap! I'm a little closer than I feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so I pulled forward, and then every time I had to put it in reverse, I'm just like, oh god, this thing's loud. <laughs> I forgot uh, all about that thing because I never, never really backed it up. I drove straight pretty much the whole time with it. So, <laughs> but one thing I, I'm happy to say is I was really impressed with your uh, progression throughout the weekend. Like seeing you on crawl, not crawl, daddy. Uh, what the fuck, daughter's way. The first obstacle we did compared to like you going up. Um, oh shit, what was it? Whatever, it may have been. Like seeing your progression throughout the week is really fucking cool. Like. It was really awesome for you to build the Jeep, then to actually see you start to learn all the aspects of it, really start to understand like how where your tires want to stick, how the Jeep likes to be. Like it was really fucking cool. And even Curtis said the same thing. Like he was really impressed with like when you first went up Jotter's way, you can see it in your video, like you were starstruck that you made it up it. Like you're just like, holy fuck. And then at the end of the video, you're just or like the end of the video, but like at the end of the weekend. You're just like, this ain't shit. Like, I'm just driving my fucking Jeep. Like, it was really cool to see that, honestly. Well, well, like I was telling Luke, I didn't have much of a choice. I had Graham, Colin, and freaking Hackbar. Like, throwing (laughs) caution to the wind. Fuck this shit. We're going right up this. Like, one, no, what, you know, whatever. Like, we're going. We're just going. (laughs) I've said it. I said it several times throughout, uh, you know, that first section, right? Is last year we went to. Roush, I had never been before. The first thing we hit was Jotter's Way. And it's it's a perfect one to start on because it's pretty close to the entrance. It's hard, but it's not too hard as long as it's dry. And it just, you know, at that point it's, you're, that is what you're comfortable with, right? You've done that. You know that's what you can do. So you're setting the precedent for the next obstacles, right? You You know how it's going to behave to some extent. It, it's just a good one to warm up on because you, the expectations are set, right? This is sort of like what you what you can do and how it's going to be. 
and, and to be honest, like, I think like if you stay within your comfort zone for too long, you get comfortable and you don't kind of progress. And that's kind of what happened with me. I am not a hill climb guy. I've not, never really enjoyed hill climbs and things like that or big climbs. And right out the gate, first thing, what do we do? A big ass <laughs> climb. Yep. You know, and, and, and I think that kind of took the edge off and kind of, like I said, you guys, it was peer pressure, but in a good way. Yeah. You know, so yeah, we weren't going to make you do it if you weren't comfortable or if you were slipping on it and for whatever reason, the, the knife tires didn't grab or something <laughs> along those lines. Right. Like we wouldn't have said, oh, you've got to hammer it and get up. But that's that's <laughs> that that would be cruel. Right. Yeah, that'd be Luke. Not cruel. That'd be Luke. Uh us normal guys understand. You know what? I, I think if Luke was there, the weekend probably would have ended slightly different. I probably would have broken a lot more shit because, hands down, Luke's reputation, when I wheel with Luke, something always breaks. And when it breaks, it breaks. So, I don't know. I, he hasn't wheeled with you since the, the rebuild of everything. It, it, I don't well, know I spun my tie rod break. clamp and that kind of ruined that. Oh, yeah. just We but, blew up the yeah, PSC like, Hydro Ram. Blow this. So Luke's. Res- I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw. Put this on Luke's. Luke's plate. This is what he's responsible for. For me, he blew up my PCS RAM, or PSC RAM. He destroyed my um, my locker, my Dana 30, as well as my one of my brake lines. Yep. Ah, that that's more Graham though. I think the brake line. That was kind of the was I broke the brake lead. Yeah, because yeah. I was on that brake trying to pull you out of those big ass rocks. Because you just happened to find that big hole up there. Yeah, that's my fault. But yeah, the couple times that I have wheeled with Luke, it's it's never ended well. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good I, story, but it's never ended well. I 100% agree. <laughs> Saturday's kibosh that happened on the bottom of Trail 5 would have happened, or Sunday's kibosh on Trail 5 would have happened on Saturday. No doubt in my mind if uh, if Luke was there. See, now this is where you guys got to clue me in. Remember, I wasn't there on Sunday, and I know yeah. it was rainy. Yeah, and the rainy kind of, morning. The, the the like hey this is our our last real day let's let it all hang out. Graham <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. so we'll, the fifty. We'll just cut to the chase on that. I saw the video of that. Oh god. So, uh, the what was the well, itinerary? Roll through it quickly because technically people just heard this in the last episode. Yeah. So, okay. So uh, itinerary was we hit Rock Creek. We did a couple other little things here and there, but it wasn't really notable. Rock Creek was. It's sort of like everybody sort of had said it it's it's fun it's good for pictures it's cool like we got the lineup i think i changed my uh my background recently to that picture i grabbed of that it was it's a cool photo but it's just brutal to drive through there especially on like 37s just smashing everything and i right at the very end i debated a tire because i stuffed it in rocks and turned the hydro and it just grabbed it and ripped it off the normal thing so yeah nothing new so it's the Colin special, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but he's got beadlocks now. now. You see, he's gonna start blowing the inner beads out, and Graham's gonna keep blowing beads. It, it's yeah, just I don't to be blow expected. Beads. I don't blow that many. That one. No, you didn't blow tires. She was in my passenger seat. That thing was jammed in a rock. I turned it, and then it just it let all the air out. It was fine. It. <laughs> Any big but surprise, you jammed it in a rock. <laughs> Found the only hole in the goddamn place. Uh, I mean, it, it was it was it's a Graham. tricky spot. But, it, but, but, but I, I was Gra- bound up. But to Graham's point, I was watching the I was watching my footage, and there was I think two obstacles, and it was Yellow Jacket was one of them. 
where you literally walked through like it was nothing. Tombstone was the other one. Yeah. You literally walked up that obstacle like it was nothing. And then I got hemmed up. I found, I was Graham in this case. I found that hole and I got stuck in it. For Everyone finds that hole sometimes and they get they get screwed up. If Yeah, some sometimes, people just find it a lot more than others. Yeah. See, if I'm in my issue is if I try to follow somebody and their Jeep isn't the same dimensions as mine, I tend to like uh, I get this false confidence that that's where I need to go. Whereas if I'm in the front, I've noticed I tend to not make those dumb decisions. And Yellow Jack is the perfect example. Of that I know. Too. I just I don't know how the hell I did that. Right? It just <laughs> it, I just picked that line and it just walked it. We didn't. you and John both I think walked it like it was nothing, and then the rest yeah. of us struggled. Right? Johnny. Okay. Fair. To be fair, Johnny. Watched everybody else do it, and I also spotted him through the whole thing. So you'll get your accolades later. I have plenty of good things to say about you for once. Nice, I'll take it. <laughs> Even just right there, I'll take that shit. I'm good to go. But he kept me from flipping on uh, walking the. Is it walking the park? Uh, I think yes. that's oh, the name of the trail. Yeah. Yeah, coming down off that, I got teetering on a rock, and and Grant, um, Cody was just like, you know, if you get to a certain point. Throttle out, and I'm like, that's totally not my style, but okay. <laughs> and, it's oh, very I thought weird I was going when over. you start driving with both pedals on that side of the thing, and suddenly now you're like, okay, we have to hit the gas not to roll. That shit's I, fun. I think that was the only real obstacle where I literally, I probably had to pull the seat out of my ass. Like <laughs> that one. <laughs> to be fair, the only reason I even knew that was because. And again, I think we talked about this on the last episode, but uh, when I was with Curtis, like we started just, we went into it and I just felt the whole body of the Jeep just start to go and go and go. And like, there was no stopping it. And then he just rolled forward like six inches and it was just enough that he just went bloop, right back down. So that's why I knew it like you guys and Miguel or with you and Miguel, just like, Hey, if you start to get to that point, just go forward. You'll be mint. And yeah, it's don't worry about Miguel. Fucking let Miguel roll his shit. He's got to pop that cherry at some built point. To roll. <laughs> It'll be good. That was a, that Anyways, was a nice rig. I like the way that the. I know you guys have talked about it, but the way his uh, suspension geometry in the front is is awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, I was actually speaking of suspension geometry. Something really cool. Uh, I went to a car show yesterday with my grandfather, and he has a buddy who did drag racing for fucking years, and. I was just talking with him because he. I was fixing my uh, my caster. My caster was off, so I was adjusting it. And he was like, "Oh shit, that's pretty cool." He's like, "Back in the day, I used to have that on my Corvette." Blah 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 blah. Like just just went fucking off the deep end about how like the suspension geometry based off of this and separation, yada yada yada. And I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty similar. We use the same sort of technology, or it's uh, same not technology, but the same sort of ideas yeah, that drag racers use, but in a different sense because yeah, they want separation." To push or not separation they want um the suspension to push downwards to keep the body level and put as much traction to the ground where we want an in-between so that way it doesn't just fucking push the whole body over but still like finds traction he's yeah. like you know i got a book that i'll give you that explains all of that i'm like oh fucking cool so he's giving me a book that like explains how the different like lengths and all that separation and uh, four link based off of XYZ and the fucking square root of 69. Like, I don't even think there's a square root for that. Anyways, um, I'm getting a book that explains all that, so I'll be I'll be a little bit more knowledgeable soon here. So, the more you uh, know. 
When are you going to be opening the hack shop? The hack shop? He's, he's, well, he's got the ABC book of four links now, so <laughs> yeah, anytime now. Dude, just <laughs> call me Rock Cox or Coxlayer or whatever. I'm fucking, I'll be the next one. I got you, boy. Okay, you gotta come up with a new creative name. That one's already taken. <laughs> well, we could, it could be something about pegging, because that's what I've been fucking known for for the past week. <laughs> like, yeah, oh god. Mark, what you what even know in the last week that I don't know about? <laughs> You'll have to You'll wait and listen. See on Thursday. <laughs> oh, it's a fucking... I'll be waiting. Can't wait. Oh, it's gonna it's be bad. bad. It's bad. It's fine um, though. I don't. I don't actually get pegged. Just to clarify, but I could say that for. Well, you did oh, no, that no, there's, that's not for interpretation. That is s- very much up in the air. You don't have to deny it if it actually happens. We won't judge you. Uh, this is exactly anyways. Why it doesn't matter what I say. Nobody's gonna fucking believe me. I was gonna you say know? you dis at Roush, You disappeared. Hey guys, I'll be right back. Putting the girlfriend. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, next morning, no Cody. Where'd he go? <laughs> he was feeling a little sore. He couldn't come back to the fire. That's right. You were limping a little bit in the morning there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Caitlin, uh, oh, if you ever listen to this episode, fuck you. This is what you started. <laughs> yes, I brought it up, but she started it. So, <laughs> so uh, back to off-roading. What yeah, about anyways. your Jeep surprised you the most this weekend? Because I'm kind of curious about that. I'm great at being a terrible influence, but I want to hear what my terrible influence has led to. Which what? No, what about your I... Jeep? Yeah. Oh. oh. What about his Jeep surprised him the most? Or what Jeep surprised him the what most? What about his Jeep surprised him the most? And then I went into my diatribe about being terrible. Because when we met him... He was on 33 no-name tires with, I think, an IRO three-link, and we just kind of played through his golf game. Well, to be honest, like, at the time, I don't think I could say any one thing, but, like, looking back on the footage, I use a lot less throttle than anybody. Okay. I'm not a throttle person, so I think think it... You can say what you want about the knife tires. They do pretty good. They're obviously not stickies. They ain't no grabbers, boy. They're they're better than mine in some <laughs> cases. They seem like they they grab a surprising amount. I'll give they them credit. They do pretty good for what they are. Yeah, so, knife tires. Knife tires. <laughs> well, it also helps that he's four-linked in the rear. He's three-linked up front. You know, you've got leaf springs. Say what you want about leaf springs. They work, but there are certain times where the mathematical properties of a four link do come into play. Um, the flex definitely helped, I think. My leaves flex plenty. Just because Luke's didn't doesn't That's mean true. That, that is bad. That is true, though. The difference between Graham's leaves, my leaves, and Luke le- Luke's leaves, it's like Goldilocks. You got Graham, then you got me, and you got Luke. Like, <laughs> Graham's flex, mine bend in the back, and then Luke's went. Eater. Like two inches <laughs> up and down. I, I got a good picture, I think, of Graham on Yellow Jacket doing like the crisscross flex. And I'm like, damn, those look pretty good for Leafs. I mean, yeah, like, I know. Your, your, your axles, like, flex pretty I, good. It's. I didn't do anything special. I just have the, uh, the no lift relocation brackets and like a two inch uh, shackle. And the same one Colin has, 
and Clayton Leafs. Nothing special. It's just basic stuff that clarify a two inch lift shackle, right? Not like yes. like okay, I thought you meant for a second, like hold a hole was only like two inches. I'm like, how the fuck? No, it's lift. It's a lift shackle. Yeah. yeah. It's just the crown one. It's they they're beefy. I I've bent I had JKS ones that I squished into a pretzel Z shape. Yeah, I remember that. That the was crown my ones are beefy. Yep. So clarified though, we broke Leafs this past weekend at Roush. We didn't break any four links. No, no, but I'm the same exact wheelbase. Just uh, maybe not exact. I'm pretty damn close to Colin's setup. He has the same shackles as I do. He's the, actually the one who recommended I get the shackles I have. His relocation box is not the no lift. It's a different style. It's the uh, lift. His leap. Yeah, he's got the lift one uh, from HD Off Road, which I don't believe makes any of their stuff anymore, which is a shame because they make good shit. The ones I had. Yeah. That's the ones um, Kish has too. He's got the HD off road lift shackles, but he's just too lazy to put them in. So we're gonna throw him under the bus again. I know. I know I a really good seven install days video. a week. Fuck off. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I worked seven days a week while I was building fucking Barry, and then I, I lived at the shop. Time off. I have to take time off of work to meet Graham to give him your shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It has to happen at some point. Yeah, uh, fine. Oh man, train of thought has left the station. Right off the rails. Um, uh, back to wheeling. So, what was the favorite obstacle there? Because there's a lot of fun ones there. Mine's still going to be Crawl Daddy because that is. I've got a vendetta against, or not Crawl Daddy. I'm sorry, Crawler Ridge. Why do they name everything Crawl? It's like it's a fucking off-road park or something. Crawl Daddy. This year was underwhelming. I don't Crawler know if we Ridge hit on it. is the one that I was talking about. Yeah, we, we did, didn't yes, even hit that. last time. It, the day to hit it would have been Saturday, yeah. and I don't even know where it was on the map. I don't think it's actually labeled. So like Crawler Ridge. I think that's over. I think it's on the other side. What from where we were at the end of the day I, on Saturday. I, well, I, I want to say it's somewhere in the middle, but that means nothing. I don't know. With Where how big is. the park is, it's not hard to be just a little bit away and still be a couple of, like miles theoretically away, if yep. you will. I know it might not actually be miles, but still, it's you know it's a what forty three hundred acre park. The place is huge, so yeah, yeah. the The layout is kind of it's like it it's got some shoots, right? It goes I feel like one direction with uh. O Trail and Yellow Jacket, Five Hill Climb, and Yellow Jacket, and all that stuff. It like one there's one offshoot that has a bunch of stuff. And now goes, Pole Pat or what's the one Pole Pole Trail? Pole Trail, pole trail. goes. That's direction. like a main artery too. And I yep. can still tell you how to get to uh, Rock Creek from Yellow Jacket. It's a HJ and no, a BJH because I chuckled to myself because it said BJ. And I still remember it somehow. You're such a child. <laughs> such a child. I remembered what? it. Go back to getting pegged. We don't suck anymore. Ah, fuck. <laughs> We're talking wheeling, and you're over here talking BJ's. Go, go back to <laughs> Shit. I need another beer. Ah, uh, we are terrible. Like, truly the yeah. worst. But I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> but like 
for me, the part that I really like about Roush, though, is you can hit your hill climbs, and then you can hit the obstacles where, you know, um, I forget what the name of it is. It's over by, <sighs> Brain, please work. Um, it's over in the corner. It's where Jason almost put his Jeep on its side. Graham will remember this, and I believe Graham's uh, the only one that's going to remember talking it. About Tombstone? Not Tombstone. It was early in the day when he, like, basically drove it onto its side, um, on those ledges where we were all fucking around, like, the first day, right after, or right before you had left to go and fix your fuel line. Or I had left. Yeah. Um, that would have been the Jotter's Way section. Yeah, I believe it was all over we did was Jotter's that, Way. Alright, then it might have been right afterwards. We were over in that, and this guy's driving his Jeep to the point where he's basically putting it on its side. We had to um, push with a couple of people to get the cage unstuck because the cage got caught on a rock that was on the side. So this rock was wedged in between the windshield bar and the, um, I'm going to call it like the the uh, halo bar on a Wrangler or a CJ's <laughs> thing. So he was pretty far over there. Um, but like that whole area is wickedly fun. And there's a lot of climbs where you go up six feet in vertical height, but you're climbing maybe seven to ten feet up these rock ledges to like drop back down it was it's a really fun little like abusement park in that section and that's what i really like about that whole damn park is there's so many lines that you can take it's it's definitely a different feel because like i think the stuff there is probably more extreme than what i i could say i'm used to but the grip was unbelievable compared to what we see up here in this area, like the north, like we'll call, I call it the northeast, but like Mass in Connecticut, it's it's that rock was like grit. I mean, it literally was like great. You like, could see like, it in the rock, like yeah. it was like concrete almost. Like trail trail five, the hill climb. We're like, woof, this thing's like steep, and we literally like I don't think except for Colin had to like literally use any real throttle to get up the hill. Nope. And Colin just wanted to make it exciting. After yeah. it was a little wet. It oh, after it was a wet, a lot of jeeps. <laughs> I'm, and, oh, I, I, I wish you were there. That was fun. I, I was packing up, and then I started feeling the rain come down. I'm like, oh god, today's gonna today's gonna be rough. We were scared. Guys. Like it was. There was sorry. I'll nope. Up. Sorry. Nope. Sorry. Let's oh, see. Okay. Let's see your point. So, um, it actually wasn't that bad. Surprisingly. We actually got away on Sunday with, like, it was raining pretty hard in the morning, and then it just kind of sprinkled the whole rest of the day. Other than that, it really was not that bad. Yep. There's there's some stuff there that I definitely wouldn't do if it was wet, I think. Yeah. There's some That's stuff we skipped. Lot. We didn't go back to O-Trail. We didn't go back to, I mean, we went back to Trail 5, but no, but Curtis didn't try that far right line that he was planning on doing last day. Because he's a bitch, uh, and he pussy. Because he out. could barely make it up the line he walked. He Friday. did. He got he got drunk and said, "Fuck it, my buddy's driving." He didn't even fucking try. So fuck that guy. Didn't what that that far right line? The one that he was like, "I'm coming back tomorrow. I'm going to hit this." Yes. That yeah. one. Yep. Yes. Yeah. He didn't hit that one. Bitch. Uh, I mean, even the the stickies had they didn't have trouble going up the main line that we'd walked earlier, but. They had to heat the tires up before they actually stuck. 
and then they walked it. Whereas it, that was not the case previously. It, it's funny because watching after after watching some of the footage because I'm editing my video, um, the the obstacle after we did what the hell is it? Was it Jotter's Way? The one where only Curtis did. Yeah, like rock climb yep. where he had to get his passenger tire super high up, and he like fell into place. Remember, like, he tried, he yeah. failed. He uh, was about to go up on three uh, tires. He threw it in reverse, popped back in. He literally fell into the correct position. Mm-hmm. I, I was like looking at that. I was like, you know what? I kind of wish I tried that. Even just put tires on it. You should have. I should have. You should have. Yeah, with forties, I think you probably like I. I made some have obstacles. Finished it, but I probably would have gotten most of the way up that. I don't know the yeah. name of that obstacle. Sounds like my sex life. I don't know what the what, uh, extraordinaire. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so does, do you have like a special name for it? Do you call it like the silver bullet or something? I mean, really, like it keeps oh, coming oh up. Oh my god, I've been more than <laughs> like, like, starting the adventure. Color? I've been more like starting it's the adventure and not finishing it. Okay, fuck. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Uh, <laughs> is that something you gotta polish between uses or what? Uh, <laughs> He's yeah. got to give us the oh, old no, spit before shine. Use, before use. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, we're going to hell. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> hey, it's my own damn fault. I mean, at least we can give uh, Mark credit. He brought his Jeep. You know... Oh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! That's a whole lot of talk from the asshole who didn't even fucking show up, so suck my dick. At least I was there. So... Mm. He ain't was, wrong. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> you're, I don't want you to finish my Jeep in time because I'm going to add all this other bullshit for you to do. Uh, <laughs> and I don't have any place to store it anyways. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did finish the storage problem, though. Or I did fix the storage problem, though. Perfect. So I can now have a place to store it or my trailer and my truck. Depends on what I'm driving that week. But, Yeah. One of my coworkers has 30 acres, and he's like, yeah, I don't care if you store your Jeep there. I'm trying to figure out how to build a three-link suspension. You know anything about that? Perfect. <laughs> Sounds like a how deal. How much time do you got? <laughs> how much time do you have? How much time do you want to dedicate, and what is our budget? <laughs> and, yeah, so I'm going to be going over there and building a three-link soon. <laughs> But yeah, uh, living next to Harlan does have its perks. Finally, Still gotta rub it in. Or not Harlan, wow, I'm sorry. AOP Windrock. and uh, Windrock. Harlan's three yep. hours away. My bad. That's not bad. That's fucking... That's pretty sick. I was, I've been watching videos of that uh, that property of Black Mountain. I'm excited. Hell it's yeah. gonna be... Uh, it's gonna be wild. I'm gonna wish I had 40s like I have this entire year. You have 40s. I know. Put I them know. on your fucking Jeep. I, you have them. Start cutting. Start cutting. I can't. Yes, you I'm can. Not, yes, you can. I, I'm at a point with my Jeep where it does awesome <laughs> as it sits. <laughs> and any work I'm going to do to it is going to be purposeful and actually make it better and not just destroy it. That's, right. I can put 40s on sound. it right now, but I'd have to chop yeah. and ruin some of the work I've done and not yeah. take into account other things. And I don't, don't want to do that. It's fine. I want to... I want to. Just cut. Make it last a little bit. Just cut. Just cut. <laughs> no, just you cut get more. to a point where what you have is okay. I it does everything more. the 40 
Everything that the 40 boys do, for the most part, I can do. They're just a couple things that the wheelbase and 37s don't allow for. And, and this I is what it felt those, like but... following you guys around on 35s when I had Barry in almost stock form. It's like watching you two, Colin and fucking Grembo, just go bombing up the fucking trail, and here I go, having to follow them up this. Let's see what we can do to these poor Dana 30 U-joints now. Hmm. It's kind of a shame you never actually got to see that phase in my Jeep's life. It was probably the most nimble my Jeep's ever been. And now she it's has. She has. It's literally just my Jeep, but blue. What are we taught? Like, it's literally almost. Yeah, but he's also yeah, got like, more driver mod. No offense. More he driver mod. Was, but you're, you're driver goes goes Richie, so I didn't get a chance to really see it. <laughs> goes to Sorry, Richie's okay. property, drives sideways on the hill, and wonder why he almost rolls. <laughs> I did great. What are you talking about? Yes, we will get you your participation trophy. Would you like it in brass, gold, or silver? And um, either you gross fuck. <laughs> exactly what you're insinuating. You're disgusting. <laughs> I live in the Bible Belt. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a good Christian boy now. Oh my lord! <laughs> sure, fuck. Um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that—that's what you have to say down here. <laughs> <laughs> we could even call it the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the Holy Jesus, fucking Christ! Just feel it inside you, the Holy oh. Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is you're going to be the first person to hear all of this again because you're going to be the one editing it yep oh, yeah. just cut. there'll just be like a missing 15 minute section of the podcast it'll be like oh weird Thought this oh, now we're back. Episode, oh. and it was only 45 minutes I wonder what happened just awkward pauses because he cuts out the every single mention of it <laughs> Wait, so, I have oh, enough confidence in myself to not no, do that. you do. I, I have a question here. If it's about the fucking Peggy, <laughs> I swear to God. Go ahead. Let him no. talk. Say it. It's What's not, it about? So we keep getting videos pulled off of YouTube for swearing. Yeah. Right? Same thing go for pegging? <laughs> <laughs> I told him to say it. I said say it. That's just a little poop. And just like Caitlin, he's back. You, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> oh God, we are terrible children. Uh, back to the wheeling. Um, yes, please. Oh, is that what we're here for? I believe so. <laughs> I, I think we've covered Cody's peg. Am I on the wrong one? <laughs> That's uh, Wednesday's Richie. Uh, oh shit! God. god damn it! I'm going home. So, <laughs> hey, you you took it in Roush more ways than one. You can get through you this, next, no problem. You want next one? <laughs> <laughs> you too. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I wish the minute you pulled up, you <laughs> and there he goes. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Welcome Fuck back, <laughs> 
you forgot to relinquish my my perms, then I wouldn't be able to come back in. <laughs> I'm not going to relinquish your perms. It was just for the meme. <laughs> but, but I wish you got to do the comp course because uh, oh, the comp course Sunday, was awesome. Sunday night we played a, played around a little bit on it, and it was fucking cool. Like uh, even Miguel's father got to play around on some of it, and he was surprised with how much just grip oh, was there. It was it's so dumb. Like it is. F- stupid what you can drive up um you know on the note of like how we peer pressured mark into this my first time on the comp course i was following around an xj with a 14 bolt and the dana 60 on maxis creepy crawlies with beadlocks and we felt like king shit because we were doing that and then we got out on the trail and became a mockery it it, it was cooler on the comp course that's for sure yeah (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely nice to save the comp course as like a after the fact thing because it's it is it, kind it, of fun to hit it on the first night though because that gives you like that big old confidence boost that you rapidly lose like just <laughs> pop the bubble real quick and that's yeah, but I'd rather I'd rather think I've got more traction than I do I'd rather not see what real traction looks like like going mm. out to Moab Moab level uh, sticky. Versus Roush, right? Yeah, I can, I like, can agree comp with course that. Comp course is like unrealistic. I don't I don't need to set my standards to the comp course level of stickiness, and then then just be disappointed by lack of traction. I already have plenty of that here in New England. Lots of disappointment is available readily, freely, <laughs> and cheaply. That's hey, did you, you break need- anything? Uh. See, I, I destroyed a Johnny joint for my upper control arm in the front. I got Daddy a nice did. little... Yep, and I'm <laughs> still waiting for that to show up. The replacement. That's It'll be waiting for a me. while. <laughs> and then uh, I got a nice, probably cantaloupe-sized dent in my driver's side fender. Ah, that's fine. Driver's front fender. We're, trying to we're get not the talking back about... Shoot the, we're not talking about body damage. Oh, then... Body then, damage yeah. is fine. Really? Just... Really, just the mount. I mean, I, you know, it's it's nice. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, I think that's probably why I had such a confidence boost at Roush because, like, I had the trailer, I surrounded by you guys, um, you know, trying to push me to the next level in a good way. In the like, no matter what, I was getting home. Is all you know. Yeah. I can leave it on the trail and have my fun. And yep. I, yeah, that's it, a good part about trailering is suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, I can be cool today. See, I don't think mine was untra- or undrivable. The hub's still unlocked. The 50 <laughs> is blown up, so it doesn't matter anyways. You blew up a fucking ring gear. What yeah, do you in mean the 50? Dri- I have unlockable hubs. Yeah, I'm- you just twist the hubs and you go down the road. It's not a big deal, man. Worst case scenario, you just pop the hubs out. Fucking driver home. Yes, I would, just... I, I'd leave the hubs in. No, but I'm saying like if you have a catastrophic failure of the hub where that's destroyed, I'd pull too. the drive shaft before I yeah, pull you the drive hub. Sh- you gotta pull the drive shaft. Yeah, if you can. Because I think usually that's. Eh, I mean, I guess the oh, it's still lock. Pick up some rotation yeah. from. Because yeah, I've had no. uh, I've yeah, popped the um... we'd, we'd, we'd open it up, clean it out. Yeah, yeah, good. Have you have you opened no. up the, the the front yet to take a look? No, it's still sitting in Cody's driveway because I don't have a truck to come scoop <laughs> it, and I feel really bad about that. 
and hey. is become. I already called him and talked to him yesterday. It's like, hey, I know it's still in your driveway. If that's an issue, I can't Tony, take it. Just beat him up. If you're willing to tow it, beat him up. I'll, uh, I'll pay you to do that. And he's like, still- no, it's totally fine. So to be fair, I still owe him money for the tea case that's sitting behind Marvell's house. So, like, I have no room to beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I would have, I would have brought it to you by now already if my if my truck was good. If my truck was good, I wouldn't have given a shit. I would have ran it up to you, no problem. But I have not decided what I'm doing with the whole knock sensor situation. I'm not even. You're not gonna fix it. I, no, I'm gonna, I'm, but I don't know if I want to do it or if I just want to send it somewhere and just say fuck it because I have a warranty and it's under the warranty. But like the problem with the warranty is that it's an outside company that does the warranty. So a lot of places when I go to explain it are like, yeah, that's fucking sketchy. No, so but it's not sketchy because like it according to uh, fuck somebody else that I know that has the same thing used it and they sent they sent a check over like immediately within a few days. But it's still it's a thing that like I don't know the company personally. I, it's just yeah. a part of my truck loan, so it's like this weird gray area. So I'd rather have my the money on my end available for that in case they fuck up, and then they just send me the check later on to reimburse. I don't want any weird gray area for that. But uh, but yeah, at some point it'll be fixed. But not right now. That's why the Jeep is now fixed. Mm. <laughs> fixed. Uh, I get a goddamn steering box because I'm tired of hearing no, about it. I have I have a steering box in it and it's fine. It's the uh, my caster is off and the steering wheel is also very crooked. By the way, like ninety degrees out of whack. Steering wheels don't mean shit when you're off road. Just the guy. He's like, he was on the road. Four cubes over. That's Driving his straight. fault. He was my alignment guy. <laughs> so <laughs> the uh, autistic one was my alignment guy my- <laughs> the tape measure <laughs> my balls <laughs> yeah and then you change the track bar don't go blaming me you could have fixed that no, it's, your- it's been like that since then, but i just don't care Marvel's fault yeah we'll definitely blame marvel i'll take the blame before <laughs> that but after it was touched by you and marvel it's you know that situation got that warranty out too. the window. There's no <laughs> yeah. more guarantees. So say my warranty ends at the, the minute you drive out of my driveway. The warranty's out over. So yeah, we did a burnout coming out of the shop, and that was the end of the warranty. It died in its entire smoke. <laughs> it's still going. It's still going. What that Jeep does Here. make me happy though. My shitbox is still rocking and rolling somehow. The fact that. Badlands was the test run, like it had survived Two years in it. a row. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's good. It's I mean the Heim joint that I bought uh, from Amazon just because I needed it is starting to already blow up. But I mean it is what it is. Like I can't expect greatness from uh from like I think it was like a twenty dollar fucking. Actually, I don't even think it was that expensive. I think it's like a seventeen dollar Heim joint. So in reality, I'm happy with it. But it is starting to the collar. Is I I don't know That's if it's interesting. Just, yeah, I don't think I've, I've never used like a super budget time joint. I've always just grabbed the ones off barns or rough stuff, and I've never had an issue with them. They work. I've seen them go bad, or not them specifically, but Himes go bad. But I've never personally had one go bad. Yeah, and like, like I would have, I would have bought in like a good one. I would have bought in the, the tube and the uh, Himes off of barns or rough stuff. But none of them could. None of them could promise that they could get it to me in time. I had yep. a three-week window. They could not promise it. I was not taking the chance. 
Yeah, um, all you're doing I, from Barnes has got like they'll ship it in at least to us in our area. It's like three four days. You'll have it usually. Uh, rough stuff for us is a little bit. It depends on what you're buying. If you're getting a bunch of stuff, it generally takes longer. If you're just getting like odds and end, uh, a couple hymes, usually a week. It's not too too bad. Yeah, the problem was it was in the middle of summer where every company was saying shit was in stock, but it really fucking wasn't. And then they were they wouldn't email you until the day it was supposed to be delivered, saying, "Hey, this isn't this isn't in stock. It's going to take an X Y Z amount of days on top of it just to get it." So luckily, Mark's beautiful face had the dom that I needed, and Amazon had the shitty Heim joints that fell into place and. It works. I mean, shit. Like the the best part is, I could just buy a Heim joint. I literally just all I need is the Heim joint yeah. itself, and I could just put it into the bong and get the fucking misalignment spacers, and I'm good to go. Yeah, um, as long as the thread. I can uh, make another joke right. there, but I'm not going to. I'm going to behave myself. Fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Who invited him? <laughs> Dude, you could have such a good front at Roush with you not bringing the Jeep, and literally everybody who saw you every five minutes was like, "Where's your Jeep?" It was shot. You're right. Sean was the worst. Sean and JD were on my ass about it so bad. But I get it. Like I give them them to the most shit, especially Badlands. Me giving Sean shit for not bringing his or was he was planning to not bring his Jeep. I can understand mm. that. And JB, I just heckle him all the time because we're kind of in the same boat. Our Jeeps are very similar right now, except for he has a cage, so he can do more fun stuff. Well, can do more fun stuff. Um, but yeah, they were giving me a hard time about that. A lot, like every ten minutes, I. Ooh, where's your Jeep? Ooh, <laughs> yeah, where's your right. Jeep, Cody? Uh, Says it's the guy that hasn't wheeled in a fucking year. He was driving it. It was yeah, it's driving. Yeah, I drove it today actually, and it's better it's, than mine. Good, but it needs love. The whole steering system needs uh, an evaluation, um, and a and a new box and a new pump. And a just uh, put the fucking box in. Speak, I don't have the box yet, but speaking of which, Mark, please send me over the info for that steering box brace. I gotta see if I, I, I think they might have actually yanked it off. Um, you motherfucker, fuck. you got me all excited for this. Good, I gotta see if I can find it. I'll find it. A $90 Iron Man knockoff, hell yeah, hell yeah, damn, yeah, that's what I mean. Instead of dude, the, like, I paid $96 shipped for an Iron Man knockoff. Oh my god. Best ninety six bucks I ever spent. I'm sorry, Andy, if you're listening to this uh, at Iron Man. <laughs> fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> great box. Or great great uh, um great add on. Yeah, they're fuck. they're uh oh, second iteration is- of the Iron Man box brace is like definitely the best version. I, I got into an argument with somebody on Facebook, which I don't generally do. Uh but there was somebody who was talking oh, about the Iron yeah. Man brace. I was like no, what are you talking about? The Boosterworks one is better. It's got more racing. It's just a stronger design in general. And they're like, no, they made a second version, and it's uh, it's got more adjustability, uh, and it's just as strong as the Boostwork, if not stronger. And I looked at it, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll agree. The second iteration is, is superior to the Boostworks. I mean, to be uh, honest with you, I I didn't realize that they were only like three hundred bucks. Okay, that's not that bad. Not bad. I could have swore there were like six hundred. Yeah, that's well worth it. Last I, th- I thought they were like five hundred to six hundred bucks. To me, that's what I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like that's- you might have seen, you might have seen their kit, which is like their spacer, their uh, support brace, and their plates and all that other bullshit. Oh that's, yeah, you pr- I'm 16. not gonna lie. My next thing is probably gonna be just full hydro. 
it's funny you said that like Curtis and Miguel and Brianna made a good case for it and I think even uh, Miguel's dad but like watching how little clearance you have with those was like really kind of off-putting for me like they hit that ram guard on everything yeah literally those ram guards get messed up you have to properly brace them like you come down off a drop and you hit that to be honest my mine is probably not going to be an off the shelf and it's probably going to be another single-ended ram like what i had on ducky so if you had a Kingpin. Oh, just run a full ram off the off the axle. Yeah, and no no linkage off a box. Just no linkage off the box. Just a hydraulic setup and run it right down to the axle. Do some but high still have steer a tie arms. Rod. Yeah, with the tie rod. I mean, that's a exactly work. He hasn't really had any problems that I know of with it. So I mean, it, I don't see why not. I did it on Ducky. It was fine on Ducky. Like oh, yeah. I. It's just one of those things, though, where it's like, I've plated that whole area on my frame already, and yes, I should have had the brace in there, but I had to go through and play, like, Graham can attest, he's been under the Jeep. It's plated all the way from, like, the midpoint on the coil bucket to the front of the frame rail, and I went through and did all of that just to try and save it, and I feel like, not for nothing, but I could have just done better and gone full hydro being the next step how does this actually brace the steering box if it goes from the bottom it doesn't limit the travel of the top though it's double shear what do you mean double shear so it clamps on to the top of the sector shaft as it comes out of the box and then at the bottom of the sector shaft um underneath the box Okay, so okay, gotcha, gotcha. I was gonna say because it seems it will still be able to pull out, but no, that makes sense. If you yeah, yeah. if you think about it, the sector shaft in its stock form sticks out probably about three inches, and all the forces on the bottom of that sector shaft, yeah, and then that kind of transfers all that the 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 sh- the pressure or whatnot to the box, and the box is what gives it pulls it off the. Off oh. the um, I do have to say another part of my griping is the fact that at this point in time, I'm on my, what is it? I'm on the second Pittman arm where I've just worn the Pittman arm out. Like, you shouldn't have a sloppy Pittman arm, but my Pittman arms end up getting sloppy as shit. So that's partially because you don't have a brace. um, Because that helps reduce... The movement that the whole sector shift has so then your pitman arm isn't wiggling and changing positions as well because that's gonna mess it up if you've seen i i changed the pillow bushing on mine out it was probably in there for yeah yours was three, three and a half years that thing fuck. was destroyed graham when i pulled it out get me like, some that, measurements that's not a small bearing it's a beefy bearing and it was fucked get me some measurements by the way, I just remembered that I have to replace my lines, so I'll order them in, and then I can either swap those, or I can get them shipped up to you, and you can swap them, but I'll probably just end up doing that, because I can do it here. Hydro lines? Yeah. One of my hydro lines is pretty chewed up. It ate a rock. Ah. Uh, okay. It's a snowplow line. Just let me know. I can get it for pretty cheap. Yeah, they're snowplow lines. Um... I forget what they are. I think they're 34s. 
34 inches. Yeah. That's short. That's, yeah, it's enough. I think I'm 40. Mine come down. 42? You're a little Mine. taller than he is, though. That's true. Yeah. Also, your ram's mounted in a different spot. Mine comes down, and mine's mounted off of almost the passenger side of the diff, or the driver's side of the diff cover. Mm-hmm. It's mounted off of the earliest point where it's, like, full plate, like, where you get that flat section on my cover with a big old three-quarter bolt through it because I went with the surplus center ram because I'm a poor bastard, and somehow <laughs> it's still holding up. Hey, that all works hey, if it same. works, it works. Yeah. Exactly. Like, my hydro assist setup is awesome. I'm not complaining about that, but it's the amount of toll that has been taken on the unibody from the steering box itself between driving Barry as it was with no hydraulic assist, driving it with the hydraulic assist, and killing the boxes the way that I did. Ooh. So this All this hydro you... assist talk's got me... Sorry to cut you off. It's got me talk or got me thinking about uh, fall crawl from last weekend. So I didn't bring my rig obviously because it's in Springfield and broken. But the group oh, I was you with didn't bring your Jeep to the wheeling event. Oh, oh. no, I didn't because it was broken. <laughs> Don't you got it a pegging a- event to attend? <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, so I was riding along with Sean and his buggy, which we all know needs a lot of work. Sean openly admits the thing is. Uh, there's a lot it needs um but it was it was regardless it was fun we learned a lot about that rig it was really fun seeing sean do a lot of those obstacles with some spotting and granted it's field and forest there's a ton of winching as well we also discovered that his tires are not sticky at all they're more like hard plastic and they don't grab anything um so roush lied to him yeah yeah anyways um the the big thing I noticed was there was nobody nobody there in our group had hydros. I mean, a couple of people did, but there was a a good chunk of of people there that didn't have. I was going to say users from IT, uh, but I yeah. Anyways, <laughs> the professional grammar speaking. Yeah, yeah. The users. I'm talking about the users here. The users didn't have their hydro assist, and they were like, right? They had all this other stuff. They had. Brand new. It was funny. They had the general, not general grabbers. Uh, the BFG blue labels or whatever the DOT ones are. Uh, they had all the same tires except for one guy had the sticky versions. They didn't have hydro assist. They had like blinged out uh, bead locks. They had all sorts of accessories bolted on these things, like tons and tons of money. And they didn't have like a three hundred dollar hydro assist kit. And that was what they needed to get up some of these lines. Like, yeah. all they needed to do was to be able to turn their tires without moving the Jeep, and they would have been able to stay on the line. It was a slick day, and traction wasn't great. But if you could at least stay where you're supposed to be, and you can predict where the tire is supposed to go because you have the hydro assist that doesn't care what's in the way, yeah. it, it was frustrating. Hydro assist is... It, it's funny... Good. It's funny you say that because, like, the one of the biggest takeaways I had from going to Roush is that I like my hydro assist. I've already upgraded from my normal WJ's uh, pump to the upgraded fan-driven uh, hydro assist. P- oh, I'm sorry, WJ pump. The, yeah, the the the, the, the WJ thing that. And I honestly think I want to go do a bigger RAM 
like because I have the smaller ramp. The smaller uh, was it the one one point five? Yeah, one point five. So I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take that off and sell it and go up to the ba- the next one up. I have to mm. ask a dumb question before you get there. I'm running yes. a stock XJ pump with a or with a similar size ram. I have a one and a half ram. I don't have like any complaints about my power with it, and I've got forties. Did you drill we your fitting out? About this. We were talking about this at Roush. It's funny you say that. So um, I originally had drilled it out one step under what Texas, uh, whatever the Texas West Red Texas. Hit, West Texas or suggest. One of those, so it's yeah. not, not the full thing. And my steering was super pitchy, like especially at speed. And when I was driving on the road, um, the Ram was a little overactive. Um, it was suggested to me uh, to try going back to the stock fitting. I went back to the stock fitting and the road manners became much more manageable, became more of a normal driving experience. However, at lower idle and on the trail, I suffered a little bit. And I think, like, I, I to be honest, and that's how I took it to Roush, I was fatigued at the end of the day. I was exhausted. I think especially, especially on Saturday, I was exhausted. Because I yeah. constantly... I don't yeah, know. It still. I was fighting the steering wheel, and I was watching Graham and Colin. I would be watching back at some of the video. You guys are just yep. Like I actually wore a hole in my steering wheel from <laughs> Roush, which I know I was. I was talking to Caleb. Like we were watching my steering wheel degrade. It had a tiny little hole the first day, and you could just where I palm it is where it just wore away because it's it. I don't have any issues with mine, but I think I have a one and a half inch ram. I've got the WJ box, and it's drilled out. And I've got uh, a cooler and a filter on on my setup. That's all I've got. It's never been... It's like a tiny bit pitchy when I'm on the highway, but it's never been... The things are just... They're twitchy in general on the highway. They're... I've, with the changes in steering, I've it's always been that way for me. It's not... Mine's always been pretty... I don't know... You guys have driven it, uh, and by you guys, I mean Cody, Richie, and Graham. Mine's not terrible going down the road. Like it's a shit box, I, but I love you driving your Jeep on the road. Mine's just a drilled out stock box with a big ass yeah, cooler. Luke, and... yours is the same. I've ran that as I've, I've driven your Jeep, and I've ran a similar setup. It it's the same deal. I mean, when you get when you start putting bigger tires on it, it's gonna get a little twitchier because it's gonna. Mm-hmm wheel turn is going to make it do more yeah and like i guess i might not be super picky about it because i'm like yeah it's a shit box on fucking one ton axles with 40 inch tall tires it doesn't handle like it did but in my honest opinion it handles about the same as my damn truck like yeah my trucks drive better than uh i don't know the j20 is still up for debate but the the gmc does drive it's a lot less i don't the jeep isn't white knuckle because i'm so used to it but only because i'm used to it if i wasn't used to the thing it would be white knuckle just because i'm you know it's it doesn't handle like a normal car it's twitchy like you said mark and it uh but coming to find out too is because i drilled it the way i did the originally the bypass for the um for the pump you didn't take all that apart I didn't. Oh, you gotta so take like all I, of that shit apart. 
Really? And like what, what, what bypass and spring thing am I supposed to use? Because I didn't what... touch any of that. I pulled all that stuff out of mine and yep. I just took the actual fitting itself, put the fitting in a lathe and drilled that fitting out to five thirty seconds and put it back together all the exact same way it was. With the spring and the bypass. Yep. Not touched Elf. at all. That's yep. I didn't touch that either. Huh? So all I did was took the I'm sorry stock fitting out, drilled it to five thirty second or I think just under five thirty seconds I forgot the the spec was, uh, yeah. put it back in and and I remember I think Richie might even be able to remember this when I was at his property when I got everything kind of semi dialed in that pump was screaming like oh god it was it was screaming and the reason being is that that fitting originally is kind of calibrated for that bypass and what it was is that the pump was overworking itself overheating itself and like you could you couldn't even touch my ram after a couple you know 20 minutes of wheeling because it was just it superheated up and i run a cooler you know and, and it, that's kind of funny like i'm not saying that it's funny that your shit's not happy but Graham's got one set up, you've got one set up, I've got one set up, Cody's going to end up with one set up, and Richie's set up is all going to be different because of the individual rigs that they go into, and right. like, mine's See, perfectly fine I as a garbage I thought we were can. similar, though, Luke. Like, I thought maybe we had found the, you know, that, the secret recipe that was going to work for XJs in general, like, honestly, like... I feel like the what we have is it's probably it good it's for 85% of XJs. Yeah. Because you can do this and it's perfectly okay, but then you end up in situations like Mark's setup where I'm wondering if Mark's fighting more problems than just the RAM with the twitchiness because I know we've talked about the caster before with his setup. Well, that's actually a good point. Where is your uh, drag link connected on the um uh knuckle do you have uh, it in the on mine i know there's it's... two spaces on the weld ons there's one in line with the tie rod and you can put it behind the tie rod i think mine's in front of the tie rod yes i believe mine's in front of the tie rod to give the um clearance between the diff cover and the tie rod more space so my tie rod is as far out as possible my drag link is closer as possible which closer to the axle it's right which in, should make the steering which quicker. would make it quicker which would yeah that would be the kind difference. of mirror i think that's the difference between using an xj pitman arm and a wj or uh waggy pitman arm i think it is which yeah. is an eight inch throw which would significantly contribute to the twitchiness because you're using it in the eight inch throw configuration with a six inch throw pitman arm so you're getting the actual throw out of the thing it's got full steering but it's going to be twitchier i technically only have six inches of throw so i'm not i've got you know classic cherokee uh with super duty steering it doesn't steer well at all because i'm not no they don't they're really articulating pigs. but oh maybe it's just not need a stabilizer that might be it that but might be your twitchiness just get rid of the hydro and just do a stabilizer. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, to be honest, I mean, no. now, now that I'm trailering it more, I think I'm going to kind of gear it toward that. I'd rather have faster steering, 
easier steering and mm-hmm. not really worry so much about the twitchiness at driving at speed because I honestly don't think I'm going to be driving it much on the road as much. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. another point is I have like fucking 9.5 degrees of caster. So my rig has so much goddamn caster that I could probably like not even have it aligned and it wouldn't care. Negative or positive caster? The top of my knuckle is rotated back. So negative nine. Yes. Negative nine five. And that doesn't affect your that doesn't affect yeah. Well with hydro it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't make this I didn't say the steering, let me finish what I'm saying. I'm saying his his drive shaft angle. If he's tilted back that far. So you just don't give a fuck? Not even an iota. He doesn't have any up travel, it only goes down, and when it goes down, it's gonna pivot it down a little bit because it's not a perfect uh, it actually right, yeah. holds the lane. crappy caster angle the whole oh way because no. it's got the extra long <laughs> fucking upper in there. I've got a forty inch. <laughs> this is where upper. you would have been better Jesus. off. Dude, that's what I have for my rear. My rear is thirty eight. My upper, yeah, actually, you know what? You're right. I remember that. I have a 39-inch upper up there, and then I've got 38.5s in the back. Yep. With 34.5 for both sets of lower control arms. And, no, Minor. 32 in the rear, 34 up front. What, what's your overall wheelbase? Um, I'm sitting at 100. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say it's 109.5. Okay, so I'm a little, I'm a little longer. Okay, dude, I saw a TJ this weekend up at uh, Lake George, and Thursday night I kept seeing him, and like his girl was driving. Every time he'd pass by, I'd scream, "What's your wheelbase?" Mind you, this thing's on like uh, ORIs, shit bulls, the whole nine yards. And the girl just looks over at me. She's just like, "What?" I'm like, "All right, fuck this girl. She doesn't know what's going on." Saturday night, oh no, Sunday morning actually. Before we left, we were walking to get breakfast. Um, and finally, he was driving it, and as he passed by, I'm like, yo, what's your wheelbase? It was 124. Jesus. Dude, Jeez. like, oh, that's, like, too much. The, I swear to, like, that's that's why I yelled it, because I'm like, what the, f-? like, he almost <laughs> needed trailing arms and, like, leading arms in the front because of how fucking long this thing was. Like, I, I don't know. It was nuts. Like, the, the shock hoops in the front were literally at the front of his frame to the bumper, practically, and the same in the top. rear. Oh. Um but yeah, like it it was nuts. Um so it's crazy that you said 109 because it just makes me really understand that this thing was fucking huge. Like <laughs> yeah. Like I think Sean's is around 114 and it the wheelbase is perfect, but the tires are way too small. He just bellies yeah. out on everything. It, well, he, he needs stickies now anyway. So. We slammed We slammed the belly on that thing. A shitload though and i will give it credit like it took it there's a solid you'll see on the passenger side he's got those kicker tubes mm-hmm. right well one of them on the the very front portion of the passenger side is now bent up like and squished in a solid couple inches like it it just it looks fucked up and that one hurt that that hurt a lot <laughs> i was like uh i could feel that one in my teeth for a little bit it was uh, you know, and yeah. it's funny because some of those you're just like, "Yep, my unibody is about to hurt from this," and I'm gonna look under there, and my stiffener, my frame rail, everything's just gonna be dented. 
And it is what it is because I hit that thing so goddamn hard. Yep. I fought with that so bad on my four link build. What, to make it so it doesn't hit? No, that it was. There were so many spots that were crumpled from oh, beating the stiffeners oh, oh, oh. in. Yeah. Well, that's like the prime zone to, for the unibody to get hit and crumple, anyways, because it's just enough that you're probably not going to be by the those front tires and you know, the leafs and stuff aren't helping keep things out of the way and the rear tires are it there's that perfect area where you don't have any skid plates in most cases that just get smashed behind the b pillar area both the sides on mine are totally fucked yeah it's fine it's an xj they do that you know that's, we've just that's accepted what the tubes it. for in the two by six i count the two by six are probably more like my frame than my actual frame is at this yeah. point and eventually, you know, they all get cut up into little scrap heaps, and if they become lucky, they end up like Miguel's. If they're not lucky, they just get ran until they uh, fall off of their axles. <laughs> yep. Oh, my gosh, that just made me think of uh, Colin's inner, inner uh, unibody section. How absolutely oh, fucked it is, dude. It's not there. It's gone. The <laughs> only reason scary. that thing is still attached is because... The cage. It yeah, the cage and attached. everything's tied to the 2x6. Yeah, it just hopes that it's there. It doesn't yeah, actually... That's why I mentioned that the 2x6 is more like a frame, because that's what's holding his together. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I swear, his Jeep, other than where that cross member is attached, the whole thing could rot out, and it wouldn't matter because of how tied in everything is with the tube. Yeah, yeah, that honestly is very true. <laughs> still scare the, the shit out of everybody on the trail when it backfires, though. God yes. damn, <laughs> so, I, I can't well, even count how many times I jumped that weekend. Even though I knew it was coming, I still would jump. Uh, I, we were in that one that one spot by Shoot the Moon. We were going up, and it was that per- perfect uh, like bowl. And I was at the bottom, uh, and Caitlin was at the bottom. And every time it backfired, it was just like a bomb going off. You couldn't hear. Like... My ears were ringing like crazy standing behind that thing. Yeah, it's, it's you, just okay. Oh, it but, is very loud inside the Jeep as well. Like, I've never been inside when it backfires, and holy fuck, it echoes like crazy. Yeah, and then the funny part is, he's just so used to it that he just goes and gives it more. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's funny because, like, what was it? We got split up um, when you guys were doing the O-Red, and that's mm-hmm. when, uh, uh, was it... Um, it was Jason and uh-huh. uh, Hackbar did the uh, the red crawl? Yeah. yeah, and we're like, where the hell are? Like, it was like I think we were helping uh, John fix his fix his um, fan. Or yeah, something. He, his fan burnt up. His fan burnt up, and we're like, where the hell did everybody go? Like, I lost you guys because I was like kind of in the middle. I was bridging the gap. You guys took off. I, slowed I was down waiting. To wait for I was waiting. By the way, <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> but, I did not. I, I went down this no. trail that literally just got more and more narrow and more yeah. overgrown. I'm like, is this even a flipping trail? Like, what the hell? So I backed up like probably about a quarter mile and found the Miguel and Brianna Jay, and John and everything. I'm like, hey, guys, I, I don't know where the rest of the guys are. And all of a sudden, all I hear is pop, 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 pop. And we're like, up, oh, Colin's over there. Like, you, you <laughs> can literally hear him throughout the entire park. Can we're I like, just okay. say, I got to interrupt here. It's really funny. We've got the YouTuber friggin' this, friggin' that. 
uh, like <laughs> trying to be all polite about everything, not trying to get himself kicked off of YouTube, and we have an episode that once again is dedicated to pegging Cody. <laughs> also, he has children. Perfect <laughs> That don't worry. This this week's episode title will uh, knock your socks off. So yeah, don't worry about that. But he also has children, and they're probably like through the two walls away from him. So if he's just swearing up a storm, I'm sure his kids are not going to enjoy him. Swearing. Oh, they've they've wheeled with me. They've heard worse. <laughs> but um, bad. so. Since we all shit on Cody a little bit, no pun intended to the other conversation. <laughs> Is that what happens when um, you pull out? Yeah, yeah, I knew you get there. Give me some good credit. You said you're sorry. Ready. This one's getting ripped right off YouTube. There's, there's no chance. <laughs> Give me some good credit then. You were saying something in the, uh, the beginning of the episode um, that you had some good credit for me. What is it? That you stepped in and you like you were a good spotter. Yeah. Although it's funny because I started watching some more video and you're like, hmm. Like when somebody gets hung up on a rock, you're like, hmm. <laughs> but, okay. but then, you, then you course correct and you get them through the obstacle. Nine times out of ten, you did. And there was. <laughs> and like I said, I even gave you credit. It's on video at the bottom of uh, Walk in the Park when I'm literally like teetering. I'm like, am I going over? Am I going over? And you're like, I feel like you're going over. I'm, I'm on the break. You know, kind of, you know, about the two foot. He's like, just throttle through, be fine. Like, okay, I did it. <laughs> Ended up on the right side up, and I'm like, you're the best. You're the best spotter. <laughs> so I gotta ask now that you're throwing this out there, who's better spotter, Cody or Luke? I think we have how much damage I want to sustain. <laughs> yeah, we have our. I was able to drive back onto my trailer with Cody. <laughs> I definitely say we have our differences, Luke. Uh, I'm you're very direct. You know what you want, and when somebody doesn't do it, you just instantly get them to reset and try again. Where with me, I kind of let them choose their line and then just help them adjust as they go through it. I guess would be the difference. But also, you're good in that sense because when you're pushy, you're like, "No, fuck you! You're going up this. You're slamming your driver's t like whole door into this tree, and if you don't make it, you're flopping back down in your passenger <laughs> side. Good luck, pussy!" And then slap their hood as you walk by. Like that's kind of your style. Here's where, a jack picture shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I will be like, right there helping fix it, though. <laughs> Depends on who it is. Here's the here's a jack. Fix your shit. You blew up the thirty. You fix the thirty. <laughs> Call me when you get big boy shit. Here's jack. Oh, you want to get big boy shit? I will talk to you for hours in depth about every little nuance. And we kind of did that a little bit. Like, mm. what's under this rig here? Ooh, I think I want that. <laughs> My rig's a glorious garbage can for that particular reason. It just shows oh, up and goes. I don't know. I, I think if you had made it to Roush, shit probably would have been off the rails a little bit sooner. Yes. I think you that is my specialty. People up. There's, there's a lot of times where we're like, if Luke is here, do you think we do, do, you think you do this? Even though it's like a near vertical <laughs> climb. Like death rocks on either side, or like a ten foot. Oh no 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 no! Side. I don't want to hear that. Luke won't do the walls of death. He gets a little scared. He that, takes the bypasses. Walls is that of the death. Old, old red. Yep. The old red. 
Dude, and it almost broke my ass walking up that fucking thing. Yes. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa! Dude. <laughs> the only person breaking their ass here is Cody. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he did that by choice. I, you know... Sorry, Cody. Uh, you guys suck. <laughs> We're living pretty bad Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, uh, got, uh, got, I got over. <laughs> you guys got eggs? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just gonna take a quick second here, like break the fourth wall for the people listening to the podcast. Mark has not listened to Roush Part One. Yes, that is true. <laughs> and Shit, this is right. the level of jokes that we're getting out of this. <laughs> I kind, I kind of wish Curtis was on. <laughs> he wasn't even there for the actual comments. No, he wasn't. That was Sunday night. But yeah, Curtis was on last episode, so any of the stuff you wish you could hear him say today, you'll hear him, or, uh, you'll wait. Hear it. You'll I, hear I, it, well, it They're not going to hear this one until after they hear the first one. I was kind of upset. I was like, God, I wish I could have been on at the same time as Curtis, because Curtis is kind of one of those, uh, Isn't like, he a I don't weird know, individual he, that he you gets meet? things going, and he takes shit <laughs> off the rails real hard. <laughs> uh, we we talked about it actually. I think it was me and Graham that talked about it. It's tough with five people, even though Richie hasn't talked in the past thirty minutes. But we won't talk about that. Uh, you guys have been talking about Roush. I wasn't at Roush. <laughs> okay, you could have rode in my my passenger seat the entire time. I He's offered playing. up to Kaylin and Cody, but I'm not cool enough. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Now he's playing Snow Runner. He's on his own little world over there. Uh, but we talked about it, and six people would have been a tough dynamic to try to get everybody talking, have everybody's stories in. I mean, I guess we could have split it up, but it would have been like a three-hour episode. That would have been like part one, part two. But still, I think it would have been. It would yeah, nuts. and like not yeah. for nothing, it might even be worth it to split up that particular podcast just because of how damn long it is. So. Uh, yeah, but I will tell you one thing when it comes to spotting people, the autistic monotone is what breaks stuff, because if you talk in the same manner that you talk about every other thing that is going on, and you're just like, yeah, so you're going to bounce off of this, and then you're going to make this, people are just like really relaxed by that for some reason, because they can't detect the like little sadistic hints in there, so... (laughs) Well, Co- Cody's more, uh, fl- I don't want to say flamboyant, but yeah. Like, <laughs> no, you I, are I, I think with today's topic discussions, flamboyant's a pretty decent word. I threw that out there for that very reason. So but, I, uh, I will say, having, I'm, I'm not a good spotter at all. I, I tend to sort of paraphrase the spotting, and I'm kind of like, just, just go driver and come forward. And, you know, I don't, there's no... I don't give them any idea on what's going on, and I feel like sometimes if you give people an idea of what they're driving over, it's a little more helpful. But mm-hmm. I just, I don't have the. I'm a fairly patient person, but not when it comes to speaking. I don't. I'm not a patient speaker. So yeah. trying to guide people through things, I I tend to just paraphrase, and it's it's never fun. I noticed when I was spotting Sean uh, last weekend, it was you know it was kind of like. Uh, it just go forward and, and passenger, and then oh, that's not gonna work. Back up, do this thing. I, about I don't. How he's pointing driver and still saying passenger. Well, no, no, no. The cameras are all reversed. That's no, no, no. The cameras are reversed. 
passenger. Exactly. What it he he the I had exactly. the wrong way. It's a, it's a perfect example. We wanted on directions. I, right? I will yeah. say, Graham, that the few times that you've spotted for me, I've noticed that you've done that too, where you'll mm -hmm. point one direction, say the other direction, <laughs> and then you act all confused. I'm like, well, which is it? <laughs> I do. I do Follow that too. the though. finger. That is the secret when Graham oh, is spotting. You follow the finger. You don't <laughs> actually listen to what he's saying. Yeah, don't and really, you I just, just follow the finger. I'll tell your tires where they go forward, this way, that way. And yeah. if he's like giving you the motion of like really get at it, just there's like this third pedal over there. You just sink your left foot into it and then you sink your right foot into the other one and you pop it and you go and you hope for the best. Yep. That's a good I way mean, of putting it. I definitely, it's the motions for me, not really the <laughs> the, the words. To be fair, though, I do, I do say, I do get it mixed up every once in a while. Yeah, we were making fun of you a little bit, but you, yeah. your words made more sense. It was just occasionally you're, you're, you'd be pointing, you'd be like, go passenger, and you'd be pointing backwards. <laughs> <laughs> to, but, to, get, back to be completely honest, though, Cody got me through just about everything I tried. Although yep. Yellow Jacket was a bit rough, but that was because I was getting cocky. It was the end mm. of the day. I was literally a few hours away oh, from leaving. That is the like, best ever. time to get yeah. cocky. That's when you like repetitively throw it into first and start popping the pedal on the right really, really, really hard. And um, you start watching Dana 60 parts leave the Jeep, rear suspension's falling out, you blow your three-link opera off. Yeah, I, I know but, all about that. But, <laughs> it's funny because, like I said, I was watching the, I'm watching the video, and it's so funny watching everybody's style. Everybody's a little bit different. Graham is calculated, but has that ability to throttle out when needed. Colin, straight throttle. Like, Always. Probably Always. to a fault. <laughs> bar, he gets he in it when he needs to, and probably like. But I'm like, I'm, I'm so boring to watch compared to those guys because so I'm just falling to that. Hold on, though. Hold on. Hackbar, Hackbar definitely lets his suspension and 42 inch stickies take control of his. Oh drive. my god! He, Having driven that rig, thing once, it's yeah. just a cheater rig. He doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> I, I think I, I gave him shit after I drove up that steep ass incline on the. Uh, um the comp course i was like how do you not just walk every goddamn obstacle on this place like the the tires and his suspension setup are just it's such a good setup i um in my video i, I i'm hoping i'm gonna keep it in i threw him under the bus because i sh i show him struggling more than everyone else <laughs> including myself so we'll see because like i i literally had his entire trip up trail five hill hill climb which consisted of what, like four tries yeah. on 42 stickies, but I'll, I'll give him the credit. He did take the harder line. Oh, Jotter's Way. Jotter's Way. Jotter's Way. Thank you. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody walked uh, oh, the hill climb. Yeah, so, no, I was so confused for a second because I'm like, wait, were well, you there Sunday? I was like, what the hell did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> That's when we went back and everything went haywire. But like, he was like, rah, rah, like hammering on the throttle. I'm like, what do you. It, it, His. Yeah, to it's his weird. credit, he he was with a bunch of DOT rigs on uh, thirty-seven inch tires, and you on the forties for the first day, and even the second day, right? Even I think the main demographic is not 
Uh, I mean, we had Jason second yep. day, uh, but you know, when you when you're the biggest rig, it's it's a little bit like you have to take the harder lines that nobody else can take, and then you end up struggling a little more because you're the only person who can do it. So he's generally paving the way and uh, finding the right line. Once you see yeah. the line, it's easy to go and copy but, it. But that actually gave me a confidence to try too, because I felt like I was in the same kind of realm i know he was out he's his rig is definitely more built <clears throat> excuse me more built than mine but like it gave me comments like hmm you know I, I could probably try that if he's struggling with this i could probably put some tires on it really hammer through some stuff and maybe kind of expand on my ability so based on it i gotta so, ask though i said it before where do i fall into that uh throttle versus skill matrix what well, he was just saying. You I don't, know, I don't Colin... want to offend you, but you're 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 definitely throttle heavy. You're <laughs> okay. Definitely throttle heavy. Okay. Hear people talk about him. Yeah. You're, you're throttle heavy. You're throttle heavy. Here, talk to me about my Jeep that I haven't driven in two years. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it makes so me feel good about dropping copious <laughs> amounts of money well, into the stupid so, shit so, box. <laughs> so to make you feel, I don't know if this will make you feel better or make you feel worse. When you one shot everything on my bell, <laughs> and I'm sitting here broken on the side because you spotted me into a broken spot like it's kind of hard to kind of judge no you did not commit on that obstacle mister no that was not commitment that was like half-assing into it fuck you i would throttle up hold on that obstacle though is set up that if you put your tires just before the crest and you stay consistent on the throttle you will clear the second bump everybody lets off once they feel the crest the first one then they hit, then they're like, oh shit, I'm still going, and then that's when you slide into the hole that you fell into. So just now this, Mister, this Listen, is where I, I'm I gonna, Richie. I'm literally setting you up for this. This is where Richie excels because Richie can make that obstacle look like a fucking cakewalk every he damn won, time. He one shot at it like he was like literally just strolling up a, a dirt road. <laughs> I got videos of me doing that 31's open open, okay? Don't even say nothing. <laughs> Wasn't that when you blow blew the drive shaft or was that Marvell? That was uh, Marvell. No, Marvell what? blew up his uh his uppers. He blew his uppers that day. Oh, Richie, am I wrong well, about great. that? No, you you're not <laughs> wrong, but what I was actually gonna say is the one time that Cody was uh spotting me up that obstacle, he gave me all kinds of shit because I let off in the middle of it. And I only let off because my uh, my computer Radio. speaker fucking <laughs> yeeted itself off my dash and nutted me so fucking oh. hard. Fuck, I, I just instantly, that. while I was going up, I just instantly curled into a ball crying. <laughs> uh-huh. Good and Good this time. is why you zip tied your computer speakers to the pillar. <laughs> It happens a lot more than I care to mention, and I really do need to learn how to use a zip tie. <laughs> or <laughs> replace your speakers your with quality speakers. But what do yeah, I know? But then the quality speakers. They don't even need to be quality, the they just need to not be speakers from a computer. They're like not even bolted to the dash. Oh, they are hilarious. I'll give you that. And they work, so. Oh, Jesus. Oh, hey, they're, they're loud enough so that way I can hear it on the highway when I'm doorless. 
This is literally a video of me doing it open open with 31s. I'll show you after. <laughs> so literally, if you just go up to it, commit, and don't do what Marvell did, which was hit it at like 40, try to downside up the second ledge, and then slam your axle into it and it snaps. You don't want that. But it's all about the tasteful bump. You need to you gotta know when to hold them. Or I know when to fold them. You gotta know when to hold them and when to fold them and you know there's there's some uh, analogy there. That's right. Yeah. I'm but I'm very light on the throttle. 